Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, Bucks fans. It is Real Bucks Talk. We are back here on a Monday live. Hell yeah. And we're only a week away from Buccaneers training camp, which is very exciting as we finally get into some football activity, some preseason football games as well, and, and get ready for this season. Um, as always, I'm your host, Michael Plus, joined by my co-host, Mark Ramirez. Mark, it's got to feel good as we finally we're going to get into some like real football content where we can really talk about the Bucks and break it down. Uh, but, you know, we have our position previews that have been coming out. We're yeah. going to finish those up this week. But overall, I mean, how do you feel about just the upcoming season? It's It's got to be exciting times. Oh, how do I feel? I feel <laughs> it's win or go home. I mean, this is a Super Bowl roster, very much talented everywhere you can think about it. I mean, there's veteran leadership there's young up-and-comers and there's guys that are hungry to, for a championship not just to win but win the whole damn thing and that's how every player should be but those are realistic expectations when you have tom brady at quarterback an offensive system that's been in place for now four years going um and defensively you got all nothing but young up-and-comers and then you have sprinkleman levante davids of the world i mean they're all there it's all there to compete and win it just got to stay healthy, but I'm excited. Nonetheless, I'm extremely excited. Yeah, absolutely. And and like I said, we're finishing up our position previews. We're going to have our uh, safety position come out tomorrow and then our special teams to, to wrap it up. So if you guys have been following that series, we appreciate it. Uh, you know, be sure to uh, give us a like, comment, and subscribe on, on the channel if you haven't. Um, and, and check it out. A lot of good content over there. We got some new content that we're working up for the season. Really excited about that. We're starting to get into YouTube shorts a little bit. So oh, yeah. just, you don't see that. Unless there's <laughs> pearly whites out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just trying to get that going and you know, just give you guys, you know, little uh tidbits or you know, just small content that we can share with you. Always good to push the channel. Uh with that said though, very excited about you know just the upcoming season. Obviously, a lot of training camp battles uh coming up. I know. You know, a lot of people I've mentioned were looking forward to the left guard battle. There's battles at running backs. Um, also, um, you know, but really competition everywhere. Uh, defensively, who's going to be the starting 
like the starting three safeties, the rotation there. Um, you know, what are we going to look at as far as defensive line? So a lot of good stuff to uh, get to. Yeah, I mean, guys, ask it in the chat. I know in the chat room right now, Ken Barrett's in there. He's watching Real Bucks Hawk, the Home Run Derby, and the Bachelorette. Wow. <laughs> wow, my dear. I hope it's in that order, too. It just got worse as <laughs> he kept naming things off. And then Bud Campbell's in there. He's watching the Home Run, home run Derby as well. Alonzo, Gunnar Alonzo. I, I mean, I, I think I grew out of the Home Run Derby. It was exciting for a little bit. Chris Berman with the back, 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 back. <laughs> I didn't even know who's on. It's on today, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. All Star Games tomorrow. So I'm ain't about it. Yeah. Oh, but here's here's one. You want to jump right into this? Ken Bear brought it up immediately. Yeah. How about the media writing about a two month old story with Lenny, LMFAO? So you know what? Let's just let's jump into the nitty gritty, right? Everyone wants to talk about it. So let's bring it up. You bring it into the story. Leonard Fournette weighs at almost 260 pounds. Bucks coaches aren't happy. This was today, 1130. They said this. this is something that's been in the news, and you, you can even see it here. Here he is, kind of training around, jumping around. I mean, he looks stocky. He's always been stocky, but he doesn't look fat. I think he just looks big. I mean, when right. he weighed into the combine, he was 240 pounds, 240 something. Mm-hmm. He. He just looks stocky. He doesn't look like uh, how Kelvin Benjamin looked in the Panthers practices way back when. Let me zoom in for you guys to see it. I mean, does that look like a fat guy? Does that look like Zion Williamson? Let's <laughs> case uh, NBA. Does that look like Zion yeah. Williamson? Or is that still kind of yoked in his arms? Too? Look at that. What is your two cents on that? And then the story came yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I don't look too much into it. I even said that today on, on Twitter. You know, I, I don't think he's you know, 260 pounds right now. Obviously he's been working out. He's been getting it into shape. Uh, you know, the off season is the off season. You know, these guys are professionals and when the time comes, these guys are going to be in the best shapes there they possibly can be. Um, and, and Lenny talked about, um, you know, last season he was anywhere from 225 to 235. It, it just varies his weight because he is a big dude. He's going to lose weight at times throughout the year. So I'm not, not to uh i'm not gonna get all you know i don't know complain about it i guess i mean it's here's a little devil devil's advocate okay so talking shredded piece of meat christian mccaffrey dude's hurt every fucking year <laughs> exactly Talk about reggie bush shredded piece of meat dude is hurt every year mm. i mean do you want that or do you want a guy that's big chunk of muscle but he's got a little bit of padding on him i mean Besides his soft tissue injury, where it literally looked like a terrible stretch of the hamstring last year. I mean, he's usually out there. I'd rather the guy be healthy, taking a pounding, and stay on the field. I don't really care if you're looking shredded to shit. Who the hell cares about that? (laughs) Uh, This is football. You're going to be having to take hits, especially at that position. That's just my sense. No, I agree. And, you know, Ken says says it pretty much well here. I mean... You know, with Lenny, here's my thing. Am I happy? No. Does he have the opportunity to lose weight before camp? Yes. And if you watch his trainer's videos, he already looks in way better shape. And that that's all true. Uh, you know, so the the main thing is, you know, when he gets to the season, is he producing? That's really, as Bucks fans, that's what we care about. If it's not hurting him on the field, then really it's a non-issue. Um, so, I mean, Leonard is a consistent running back he knows what he has to do to be 
uh, the best out there. And, you know, I think he's going to, going to do that. And plus he's got competition behind him, you know, with Rashad white, who's obviously gunning for playing time. And then you have Keyshawn Vaughn and Gio Bernard as well. So, you know, he's going to be on the top of his game. Um, now if it comes an issue during camp where, you know, obviously he doesn't pass a physical or something along those lines, then we start to can, you know, worry about it. Uh, but we haven't got to that point yet. So, Really, it's just, uh, you know, pro football talk doing their thing where they just talk nonsense and it's slow, you know, (laughs) slow news day. And and that's what they're going to do. So I think it's any media outlet just bash the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, even somebody go there and leave us. Right. Yeah. Joe Bucks fan did the same. They came out with this article on Friday, you know, talking about Leonard Fournette. I think Rick Stroud was maybe the first one to talk about it, but. And obviously the Bucks coaches aren't going to be happy. <laughs> you know, they're not going to be happy that he's overweight. They probably had a discussion with him and, you know, they, they sort it out. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like his normal at the combine where he ran incredible for a guy this size was 240. Yeah. Near 260. What is that? 255. Right. It's dropped 15 pounds for a guy's pretty, pretty big. Mm. How much of that is water? Maybe five to eight pounds. I mean, he, he knows his body better than anyone. As long as his cardio is there, I'm pretty sure he's healthy. Let's put it that way. Uh, and Chris Cole, welcome to the chat. Welcome to the show. I mean, bring up any topics you want to discuss. We're talking about Lenny Fournette being 350 pounds. We're talking about the media getting all mad at the Buccaneers for that. Tom Brady is still a buck, so obviously ESPN's going to hate it. Um, and let's go to the, the other drama-filled one. Might as well, since we're here, let's bring up Jimmy G, what is your topic on Jimmy Garoppolo? Supposedly, he was a shoo-in to be a Buccaneer in the next couple, two weeks, right? Yeah, I mean, we're we're a little late on this, but apparently, you know, a couple weeks back, uh, you know, there was rumors that, you know, the Bucs were interested in, in Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. reported by Dan Cilio, which right away I was like, okay, this is nonsense. Because um, Dan Cilio is just not a trusted source by any means. Usually he just put stuff out there to, you know, get, uh, clicks or whatever. And, um, you know, I saw that and I was like, why would the Bucks trade for Jimmy Garoppolo right now? I mean, it really doesn't make sense. You have your quarterback room pretty much set contract is ridiculous. So unless 49ers want to take on majority of the contract to get rid of them and you give up maybe a seventh round pick. Okay. But it, it just didn't make sense right now, especially a guy that's going to be a free agent next year. And if maybe you want to sign him to a one-year deal next year, maybe, but really there's no reason to trade for him at this time, you know? Yeah. I mean, here's also another thing. I guess everyone saw the the price tag Baker Mayfield got. He's also in our division now. He's in Carolina Panther and they traded what a fifth round pick. It was nothing. Right. So people were like, Oh, well maybe we'll just throw in a pick fifth rounder, sixth rounder, whatever the hell it is for Garoppolo. And you have your quarterback of the future. Everyone's like, Oh, just there it is. Then you just bypass, you just drafted a second round pick in Kyle Trask. That's just thrown away too, then. So technically, you would have thrown away a second and a fifth, not just the fifth. If that's the way you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. Or if you're trying to get competition in here, why are you going to bring that big of a contract for competition? Um, yeah, Tom Brady's still your quarterback. Don't worry about that. Yeah, if he goes down, you, hopefully it's only minimal, but still, Tom Brady's your quarterback. Let's leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, you're, you're trying to develop Kyle Trask and you still, 
you know, you're you're getting reps for Blaine Gabbert, who is, you know, the backup right now. But we we wait to see, you know, can Kyle Trask overtake that position um, and just have to find out in training camp. And I think that's something. Talk to the trainer. Next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that's going to that's going to be an exciting battle to, to see how far Kyle Trask has taken as far as his progression and really see what he can do in uh, preseason games as well. So, yeah, Mark said it. I mean, Tom Brady's your quarterback until Tom Brady doesn't want to be the quarterback anymore uh, for the Bucks, and I think that's how they're going to approach it year after year. Like next offseason, we're going to ask Tom, "Do you want to come back?" And, <laughs> and if and, and if he wants to come back, then they're going to make it happen, and they're just going to continue to do that cycle over and over again. And if Kyle Trask runs out of a contract, then you know maybe we'll find a way to trade him or you know, vice versa, whatever happens. I mean, they're just going to play that cycle until it's no more. Um, I really see it that way. Um, and, and that's a great thing for the Bucks. To be honest, it almost should be. I mean, you're yeah. going to ride that momentum of elite quarterback for as long as you can. If they're that damn good, you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're already being smart by drafting Cal Trask, hopefully having him for the future. You have a nest egg behind him. You don't know if he's great, if he's terrible, or if he's in the middle. You don't know. So he's actually getting out there and showing what he can do. Oh, Ryan Griffin, some fans think he's like a Peyton Manning of the, the preseason. The second you get in the games, a whole different story. So you don't know until you actually get in on Sundays, not mm-hmm. just on preseason ga- games. Yeah. Uh, but let's go to another story, I guess, before we talk depth chart and everything. And guys, bring it in the chat whenever you want to. Any question we'll, we'll address. Yeah. Chris Cole said it here too. This Florida yeah. Heat will trim Lenny Fournette down. Don't worry. And it's true. Yeah. You don't lose immediately five pounds that first same day, if not more. So right. Like, <laughs> so now he's down to 250. He's got to lose 10 pounds. He'll do yeah. that. Don't worry. No, that's a great point. And good point here by uh, Ken as well. Don't think, don't think uh, Brady would want Jimmy here. I agree. Um, and then Bud asked uh, Mayfield upgrade over Darnold. And I, I would say yes. I, I think that's, that's a good, uh, good answer right now. I would say yes too. I mean, yeah, I liked Mayfield coming out of college. It's just headspace. Where the hell is he at there? Then, mm-hmm. then again, he was one game away from the Super Bowl. He would have beat the Chiefs if his guy doesn't fumble at the one yard line. <laughs> yeah, he'd be facing the Browns. So he's not terrible. I mean, I think it's just hard for any quarterback to succeed in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Good luck. And then they get Deshaun Watson. That's such a Cleveland Brown move. But <laughs> let's go on to the next story. Another possibility with the media and looking at the Buccaneers. Let's bring this one up. Bucks considering record-breaking tight end. Who the hell is this? It's not who you guys think. It's Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> Two-time Pro Bowler Kyle Rudolph. Um, Jeremy Fowler brought it up here. Here it is. Free agent tight end Kyle Rudolph has interest from multiple teams ahead of training camp. The Bucks have been involved. I'm not told. Also told a reunion with the Vikings is not off the table. The situation should be crystallized sometime before camps open. Camp open soon. Yeah. Uh, let's see what materializes with that. Uh, but otherwise, guys in the chat, and let us know how you feel. Plus, mm-hmm. Kyle Rudolph, is that a someone that would fit our bill? Do we necessarily need him? What do you think about that one? It would be a, a good signing. Again, he's a veteran. He can block. He can do a lot of things inside the red zone. Um, so I wouldn't mind, you know, the addition of Kyle Rudolph. I think it would be, you know, a feasible addition and he would definitely help the room as far as the rookies. He would help Cameron break. Uh, so it would be a good addition. Um, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind it at all. 
I think if they do make that kind of move, it'll be interesting to see, you know, where Kate Otten is as far as his injury and you yeah. know coming back for, for training camp. Um, and obviously if they sign Kyle Rudolph, that probably means the end of Gronkowski and his potential return. It, it seems like, you know, he, he wants to be retired. I think he commented it on it last week about, you know, saying, Hey guys, I'm done. Uh, but then it's like that drama. I know that drama just keeps going. Cause his girlfriend, yeah, his girlfriend said <laughs> number one source right there. <laughs> yeah. So we, we honestly don't know about Rob Gronkowski. It seems like I'm an honest lady. And honestly, I don't feel like this one is the forever one. She's not talking about Gronkowski being the, the one she's talking about. Is this like the last year of him playing? So I think that maybe he'll come back again. I feel like him and Tom are just having fun, like retired, not retired, retired, not retired. I would not be mad about that whatsoever. Yeah, yeah it just feels like this is like kind of like the any given Sunday situation where uh, the quarterback, you know, wants to retire and the wife's like, no, you got like three more years left. Get in there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's what it kind of feels like, but I don't know. I hope it is. Honestly, yeah. I hope it is. I mean, Bud Campbell said it best. Tom and Gronk trolling the NFL. Hopefully it is. Showing the power of the players, they can do. They're the the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you pay for to see these guys. And Gronk is one hell of a guy. You go to pay to see. He's an insane athlete, hell of a character, personality. And he's just you just want to watch him. He's one of those guys that you'll turn on the TV to watch, and you'll pay to see it. And hell, this is making the NFL even more drama filled, but more exciting. Mm-hmm. It's our soap opera that way. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely is a. Uh a full-time soap opera, you know, uh, just drama all the time. (laughs) But if he doesn't show, let's bring up Kyle Rudolph, because since that is a rumor, let's bring that up there. Kyle Rudolph, yeah, last year didn't really do much. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure he was, there he is. But, I mean, big body, 6'6", 265, humongous. It's literally what, I mean, not Kate Otten. um, What's our six-round pick? I already forgot his damn name. I got to see him on the field. <laughs> uh, Coquif, yeah, Coquif, the coolest name out there too. So he's not gonna, not Gronkowski, but he's a big guy that can block and be an amazing red zone uh, target for Tom Brady. And you've seen him in the past, bigger guys, he'll find them inside the ten. That's his bread and butter. So Kyle Rudolph, I can see him helping the <laughs> great nickname, Big Country, mm-hmm. in the blocking game, and just yeah, letting Brady do what he has to do. They let Kate Otten come develop slowly. I can see why they would want to do it. But with the damn news of maybe, hopefully Gronk told him something. Mm-hmm. This is just a carryover. I don't know. If he doesn't sign, you know there's a possibility Gronk's coming. If he does sign, I would think Gronk's kind of gone. <laughs> right. I, I would agree with that. I, I think, and obviously we'll know sometime by next week uh, if this move does happen. Um, you know, maybe, like you said, the Bucks are just... Uh, you know, gauging interest and, and seeing where things are, seeing, um, you know, who's healthy in their building, you know, is Kate on ready to go for training camp. So those kind of things they got to, they got to figure out the first week. And I think the rookies are going to report uh, next Monday. Um, they report first and then are actually it'll probably be sooner, but anyway, they get in the building and then, you know, guys report on the 27th and, and practice, you know, gets underway. So, yeah, that that should be, you know, pretty pretty uh, intriguing as we get closer and see if that does come to fruition. I think it'd be a very good addition, uh, for sure. All right, so I'm kind of 
about cannibalists? What do you mean by this? That about when they get Hopkins back too, isn't it? Uh, he's talking oh, about Cardinals, Car- Cardinals game. Yeah, Ken Barrett talking about the schedule. Uh, thinks we got a good chance of going three and one in the first four games. That'd be quite, you know, quite the feat. I think that would be very good for the Bucks. Obviously, if they can start fast, you know, that second half or that next wave of games after that four game stretch get a little bit more favorable uh, for us. So it'd be good to get on a little bit of a a run there. Yeah, it's a hell of a four game stretch. Let's bring it up. Mm-hmm. You got Cowboys, Saints, Packers, Chiefs. That's crazy. It's a little crazy. I mean, we've gone over that in the past. As we get closer, we'll go more in depth, but those are all playoff teams. They all made the playoffs last year, and they're all just well-coached, well-quarterbacked teams too. Mm-hmm. Some will say differ with this, but <laughs> they're well-coached, I said first, okay? But yeah. um, I mean, looking at the season, let's not do that just yet. Let's look at what's ahead, which is training camp, players mm-hmm. reporting, Lenny's weight. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, overall camp battles. Let's look at that. So biggest thing you were saying is left guard position. Let's jump into that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Got a key or yeah. Stinny. Like how that rhymes together. Right. So I guess that's the biggest topic. It's probably the biggest starting starting position battle that there is, if not only in the whole exact whole entire roster. So what do you think in that? Who's I who's I really yeah, I really like Gidicki. I, I think he's he's got a really good chance of becoming the starter, even as a rookie. I know, you know, he's facing the inexperience versus Aaron Stinney, who has experience, even though it's minimal, you know, the one star in the Super Bowl, which was a great, you know, great game by him. Uh so that one, yeah, it'll be intriguing because there's there's a lot of guys that are gonna be battling for that spot. You can put Robert Hainsey into that mix as well. He's gonna be you know, battling for that position, um, you know, and then a couple of the other guys like Sidarius Hutchinson, he's probably not going to get a real shot of, you know, starting Nick Leverett, I think was the other guy mentioned to potentially start, but I think it's really going to be down to, yeah, Aaron Stinney and, and get And I just like getting game as far as technique. If he can figure out, you know, the transition to left guard, uh, Quickly, I, I think he's got a real chance to get it. Yeah, because he was mainly on the right side. Right, Big right tackle. tackle. Yep. Central Michigan, now he's moving all the way to the other side. Some say, oh, it should be easy. He's moving inside, but still, it's instead of moving to one side, turning your whole body to one side, now he's inside, relying on other people to do their jobs. He was almost on an island. Now he's having to rely on people or help people out more. Mm-hmm. So there's different things that go on that – Again, if it was a change in college, okay, maybe he can do this. This is an NFL. This is a, a massive jump and a massive change in positioning. So uh, I hope he gets it. He's very technical sound. Uh, but still, like, Sydney probably has upper hand, but I can see what you're saying with Gedeke and his abilities that already has, the tenacity he has. I mean, he, he wins you over when you watch his tape. But let's see. I mean, Sydney's not going to give it away. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, Bud Campbell's talks about, um, yeah. you know, the footwork difference. Yeah. It, it's an adjustment. So you have to make sure, you know, your hands and your feet are connected, especially on that left side. And 
and again, it's a transition because everything's coming at you faster from the inside, you know, mm-hmm. instead of right tackle where it's more, you got more space to work with more timing, stuff like that. But yeah, that's a battle. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that's probably going to be the most, I guess you could say heated, yeah. uh, heated battle. Um, definitely physical <laughs> for sure. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to see that. And then I guess my other, my other battle, one more topic hmm? on that. So when you said confuse your footwork, I don't know if it was our offensive line coach, this that we have right now, but I've heard in the past that they compared it to being like a switch hitter in baseball. Mm-hmm. They're literally going the other side of the, the plate to hit. And now you're literally going from one side, I'm getting used to this side, my punching arms this way. All right, now I'm going to turn over and totally change everything around. So, I mean, I can see where it's complicated, confusing and adjustment and, yeah, Ali Marpet is an outlier. He he could do anything. Right guard, center, left guard, didn't matter. Like he just did it. That's not the norm. He, there's a reason why he was so damn good. And he's what they're trying to fill in. Mm. Just doesn't grow on trees and just doesn't happen immediately. Uh that's why some of these people that think, oh, we should have a pro bowler at every position in and the backup blows my damn mind. Yeah. And you always bring it down to earth when we say, uh, remember Caleb Benaganak was a right guard here for a couple of years and it was disgusting so yeah yeah i joked uh what was a, a few <laughs> like a few days back about um i think it was actually with ken barrett i joked that caleb bidenock was the reason Jameis threw the ball to, <laughs> to uh other opponents instead of the, his team so yeah it was um it was funny because i think they were like talking about the the bears receiving corpse um and he was saying that the oh, yeah, I remember saying that. All, yeah always you know had Jameis with good weapons you know surrounding him so uh weapons but that one yeah that one offensive lineman though that that ruined the whole thing <laughs> so. he, he was bad let's be honest he was yeah. he was bad <laughs> he was uh, let's just stop it there i don't want to ridicule the guy too much <laughs> he, I, if we had our show more we're doing Twitter feeds of him. When was the binds of him doing circles? Oh, right. On the interior. It was bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Left guard's a huge position battle. Who wins that? And then again, it like I think Todd Bowles said it. He's literally been so political this whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, Clyde Christensen will say one thing. He's like, oh, no, but there's going to be a battle. You have Gabe. You have a... Uh, Gabbert, you have Kyle Trask. I mean, they're going to battle out when Christensen said, no, no, he's going to sit down. And Gabbert's the, Gabbert's the guy. Yeah. Saying the same thing here. He mentioned everyone. No, they're all going to have a chance. They're all going to, no. I think it's between those two guys. That's it. Mm. Mm. Whoever wins it, wins it. And let's see what happens in the season. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, the the quarterback battle for, for the backup. I, I think that will be – I, I just hope it is like a legit competition. You know, hopefully, you know, Kyle gets, you know, good reps with the twos. I, I would just like to see him get at least a couple of series with the backups uh, and, and see what he can do. Um, you know, obviously, the probably that first game, he's probably going to be with the, pretty much the same guys he was with last year, like the threes and, you know, fours. But hopefully he can progress to get, you know, some work with the, the number two guys. Um, I would love to see that. Uh, plus... I know I want this too. I still think Gabbert's is there. I mean, yeah, I mean, it just it makes sense from a not only from salary standpoint, but experience and 
he's going to be going in if if something does happen to Tom, regardless. So Blaine's going to be that guy going in. Hey. But I would just like to see Kyle at least get one opportunity with the backups to really see a legit, you know, what can he do with better talent around him? That's really what I want to see. And even if he doesn't win the number two spot, which is, like you said, probably not likely, I would just like to see him get those reps with some increased competition, talent, all the above around him and see what he can do as far as running the offense. I fully agree. I mean, I just want to see did those mechanics improve. Is the, the beloved arm strength, is it any better? Is, right. I mean, there were times last preseason he'd throw a dime to people right in their hands. they drop it. Yeah. <laughs> or And it, that's an incompletion in his fault. No, I mean, the timing issues, okay, I can get on that. But if it's a ball he threw deep down the seam or down on the sideline and it was hit your hands, it's your fault. It's not his fault. So if you can start connecting on those, like you said, with the, the second teamers, not the third or fourth, then we got we can see that we're actually making strides with a player. I think that's why Ryan Griffin would just literally throw to the tight end because he knew they would catch it. He usually had better tight ends than receivers. Uh, but offensively, that that is pretty much your – your battles. I don't really see anywhere else unless you can kind of see one and I'm just being blind. Yeah. I mean, once you, I mean, once you get into receiver, you know, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth receiver yeah, spots. The, the I mean, bottom. yeah, the bottom, I mean, Russell Gage is going to be your number three. Um, yeah, but true. after, a, after that, I mean, it, it's a competition. We don't know if Tyler Johnson or Scotty Miller are going to be on this team. Um, Jalen Darden is in question. So, I mean, you got guys like Cyril Grayson, Bashard Perriman, Devin Tompkins. We did a film study on him recently. So all those guys are, are looking and battling for, for positioning. So that'll be definitely a battle to, to watch. And then other than that, it's just going to be fun to see these young guys. Like Rashad White, mm-hmm. is he, like if people are thinking, oh, his White is learning Fournette's weight. It's going to be too much. Rashad White could push him. Doubt it, but still, I want to see – his pass catching ability. Can he push Keyshawn Vaughn and Geo for reps? And then K. Dot and Coquive. I mean, are they going to be good enough to heed Kyle Rudolph from being signed? Are they going to be just great blockers? Are they going to make a con- contribution to the offense in a whole, like goal line situations? Can we still do three tight end sets? We truly will find out. And then Cody McElroy, no one ever talks about him besides the coaches, and then no one repeats it. <laughs> he's a massive body and he's. Yeah, he's never had the opportunities to actually get out there. So that is a competition because there's no true number one. Bray is your number one, but he's a blocking liability at times. So it's almost a group by committee tight end room. Mm-hmm. That's also something I want to talk about. How do you feel about that? So there's no true blocker besides get out and Coquive, but are they going to be relied on very heavily? It, it's a uh, it, it's definitely a, a new dynamic. Uh, that's for sure, and I think that's the dynamic of the offense this year. Um, as you see the off season, it really shows that the bucks want to get more physical up front. They want to be, you know, just more dominant in the run game. I feel a little bit more balanced. Still the play action passing game is going to be there. Throwing down the field is going to be there. All those things are still going to be a big part of it. But I think with the additions of the, the blocking tight ends, and then also the pass catching ability of Rashad white, I think is going to be huge because his ability to go out wide and we, you know, he talked about it on our interview, like him being used as a weapon, not just a running back out there, you know, being that extra playmaker instead of another receiver 
on the field. Like that is stuff that I, I think they want to utilize. And it, as far as the tight ends, yeah, it will probably be a committee. Um, but Cameron Braid is still a, you know, he fits what they want to do offensively still because he can, you know, catch football, do all those things. Um, so yeah, it'll definitely be rotation as far as heavy packages. You're going to see the bigger guys in there, uh, you know, Kate on Coquif, et cetera. Another cool thing is in those situations. Yeah. Rashad white and Leonard Fournette can be on the field at the same time, mm-hmm. but white out wide and have an end around to him. I mean, guys get mad. All oh, he doesn't have true breakaway speed. Alvin Kamara doesn't have true breakaway speed. He just is hard to bring down. Yeah. Shifty and just very reliable, very consistent and great hands. Is he going to be Alvin Kamara? No one knows. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to put that on his chest like that, but no one thought Alvin Kamara was going to be the guy he is. He was a third round pick. So right. Who the hell knows? So all we know is that he did well in college. He catched the ball. And he is very motivated, and sounds like he has a really good head on his shoulders. So I'm a big fan of his. Let's see what we can get out of him. And will he be pushing Lenny? That'd be good. That'd be a very good thing for the Buccaneers. And then tight end room, like you just mentioned, there's so many different abilities these guys have. Cam Brake can be used in the backfield, out wide, mm-hmm. in line. And like you can do anything with him. And then KDOT and Coquif are the big maulers. Hopefully, we do start running more. So I'd get excited about that just because we do need to do that. Great talked about it during the offseason. Need to run the ball more, especially against these teams like the Saints, Packers, these playoff teams that know how to slow their offense down. Well, why don't we slow the ball down and just grind them out and then beat them over the top later in the game? You don't have to go deep every damn time in right. the first quarter. That's where usually where we shoot ourselves in the foot. And now I'm done talking about offense. <laughs> yeah, great, you know, great point here by Ken. You know, he's saying White's gonna be RB1 by week eight. I, I could definitely see that be a situation where you know Rashad and we talked about this earlier um you know Rashad takes over by the end of the season I could just see him continually to progress and you know get more reps as the season goes goes along especially if he just gets comfortable really overtakes maybe Lenny as far as that third down back it really depends on how well he pass protects that's going to be the biggest thing if he can pass protect then it might be game over for everyone else I mean, not necessarily that. Like, like I yeah. just mentioned, if he performs like Kamara, right. get the hell out. Like they could guy, specialize him. Yeah, yeah. Like, not just be. Oh, we need to get this damn guy on the field more often. Like teams are scared of him. So if you game plan for him over the top, is gonna be so much damn easier. Right. So he's an X factor. Which, funny, like <laughs> teams can't wear again on this offense with Tom Brady led, a mm. perfect decision maker. What do you do? It's good luck defenses. Yeah. Uh, speaking of defenses, before we jump over to defense, guys, if I know the, the group's getting lit in there with the comments. If you have time, give us a little like button down below. If you're already commenting, doing great. I know you're subscribed since you're here, but help the channel out, help support us a little bit more. That like button always helps push the channel to all Buck fans that want to hear a little bit more in depth, I guess, opinions. And we break it down pretty well for you guys. I hope so. Mm-hmm. If you guys agree, let us know in the, in the chat. But Let's keep talking and let's talk some defense. So defensively, I guess all the starters are pretty much set. It's just more who's going to be your second tier edge rusher, second tier um, safety. Who's gonna, like you said, the third safety. Mm-hmm. And some people were concerned about the cornerbacks, but I guess let's bring up the 
actual room, the whole page of the defense. What do you see it? How do you see this as where's the biggest fight? Where's the biggest battle? Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest battle, I mean, it, it's definitely in the secondary. I think there's just a lot of competition there. I think, you know, guys have to have to stay healthy. And that was the biggest issue last year. You know, there's just so many injuries right off the start. Um, I think we were starting Richard Sherman by what, week three or something yeah. like that, week four. It's Patriots right there. Yeah. So, you know, certain players just got to stay healthy and really hopefully we can define roles like going into the season and guys can stay at those spots. I mean, that's what you want to see. Um, you know, Carlton Davis, you want to see Jamel Dean really take that second starter role because really last year it was Sean Murphy bunting as the starting outside corner, you know, to start the season. So hopefully, you know, Jamel can levitate his game to become that starter opposite of Carlton Davis. And then Sean Murphy bunting can really, solidify the the nickel position and he can grow into that spot and just worry about playing that one spot and really you know narrow that down to his skill set and become a consistent player yeah i mean the quarterback position i can understand the worry i mean john murphy bunting although he got hurt really early he did not look good in that week one game right he was getting roasted left and right i know dak was throwing dimes left and right but make it a little bit harder like he there was like three to five yard spaces between him and the receiver. I mean, CD lamb was shaking him left and right. Mm-hmm. And it, from our, from our standpoint in the stands, like we could see it every damn time. Like, geez. Yeah. And even on the touchdown that he got beat on, he's behind trying to come in late. And then Antoine Winfield just snaps that elbow right out. Uh, that needs to be cleaned up. Jamal Dean, like you just said, needs to win that second cornerback position. Let Murphy bunting sit in that nickel spot. I think that's where he fits best. Uh, presently right now, let them just sit in that position. Don't want, make them drop back and do safety position. Let them just get simplified into what mm-hmm. he needs to do. It's already hard enough that you have to think yeah. of my blitzing, my covering short, what uh, variables could happen. Could a running back fall into my zone? Yeah. Like there's already enough in that position of nickel corner. So health is the biggest thing. Carlton Davis. I'm just, I can't, I have nothing bad to say about him Just stay healthy. That's it. Whenever he's healthy, he performs. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, you know, a lot of people talking about Sean Murphy bunting and and rightfully so. I mean, he's just been so up and down, you know, throughout his career injuries, um, just inconsistent play. Uh, really, it's been it's it's been up and down throughout his career. The only bright moment he had was those four interceptions, obviously, during the playoffs. And for whatever reason, it, you know, worked for him, you know, in that those games. Uh, so hopefully he can find some of that magic. And, and keep it going but you know really it it might be tough for him because there's gonna be competition there i think logan ryan has a real shot of getting nickel reps um yeah. you know that. mike mike edwards as well has an opportunity to play in the slot um so i mean it it, it could be it could be very intriguing as far as if you know who they're putting in that that situation because they want to get the best 11 guys out there on the field at all times. I mean, I can see both. I mean, Logan Ryan, I can see is a better option. Mike Edwards at times just didn't look good. I mean, against the Jets, they were literally targeting him left and right. That was a little scary against last year. I mean, you never know. He could make improvements on that. But I would say Logan Ryan, if anyone would push him. Either way, the competition's here. You're going to see it all in training camp. 
We're going to be at training camp a couple times. Mm. Should be extremely fun and heated to see, especially with the damn Tampa sun, Tampa heat. Yeah. But I mean, defensively, I mean, everyone's going to be concerned of your secondary, but I don't think it's as big as of a concern if they can just stay healthy. I mean, the shambles that were the first few weeks of the season, they couldn't get their footing. It was just who the hell is going to get hurt next? D. Delaney was your starter. Yeah, like it. It was it was tough at that point. So health is the biggest thing. I mean, don't come in to sh- like Lenny. Come in ready to go and let's see what can happen. And this defense could fire on all cylinders if healthy. That's the big if. Yeah, definitely a, a question mark. And hopefully they can, you know, solidify it. You know, going into the season and and just be ready. Um, you know, people talk. I think it was Trill. Yeah, Trill G Boy Two talked about uh, backup inside linebacker. Yeah, that's a good position to look at. Obviously, with uh, KJ Britt, is he going to step up into that role? Second year player, and they're trusting him. They're trusting him yeah. to you know take that leap. And this is what the old Buccaneers used to do. You know, you draft and you develop these guys, and then when contracts you know, come up and that guy that you drafted has to step in. So he could be a really potential replacement for, you know, Levante David, if they decide to move on from him, hopefully we don't, but you just never know. Um, and you know, KJ, you, <laughs> K, never know. you just, you don't, you don't, you don't know when that, you know, that time is going to be. So you got to prepare and have guys ready that can, you know, learn the system and, and play it the right way. And hopefully KJ can show that, uh, this preseason where he's adjusted his speed as far as just being faster to the football and, and really come downhill and start making plays. Yeah, I mean, if the brain's firing all cylinders, he can get to the play before it's even there. So right. you don't necessarily have to have Devin White speed to be a, a great player in the NFL. Uh, before we keep talking, let's actually bring up one of our little sponsors of the show. So guys, I know you've talked, we've talked about it a little bit, but let's bring it on here. Um, Gulf Coast Premier Fitness Expo. This is going to be in the Tampa Convention Center. This is something really cool we kind of wanted to get involved with. I mean, things inside the actual city of Tampa that we can all go to enjoy and just thrive in the whole city. It's not just the Buccaneers. This is part of it, like being able to meet up and see cool events in the Tampa area. I mean, they're going to have over 100 vendors. We're talking Oakley, any supplement, like workout supplement, if you guys work out or anything, health and wellness clothing they got a lot you can see in the background of that that picture there's a whole bunch of things that's going to be going on and things for kids things for adults adult beverages it's all there food drinks kids zone live sports special appearances uh and then if you want to <clears throat> just watch these guys what is it it's like a crossfit slash powerlifting slash everything <laughs> uh workout or athlete in general we, we already watched the buccaneers let's see these guys in person lifting big heavy weights and it's it's crazy uh and exciting to be honest and if you have kids you want to go run around with the kids and watch these people go ahead throw them in the, the ball pit throw them in the jump houses this is a fun event we're getting a part of and you can see here on the screen 25 percent off rbt 25 on the tickets and let's go over that so everyone's like oh how the hell is that possible boom here's our site timbaygames.com like we were mentioning you can be an athlete register or you can be a spectator Likely you guys are going to be spectators. If you want to go crazy balls deep, there you go. <laughs> Athlete <laughs> register. But click on the tickets. Here it is. $10 to $30. Click on tickets. Come on over here. Enter promo code. What's that promo code? What is it, Plus? 
Uh, it's going to be RBT 25. 25. There you go. Just get yourself some eh, two tickets here. It's going to be 47. No, if you apply it, what do you know? You get a little discount from RBT 25. So, guys, if you want to support the channel, that also helps us out too. We're probably going to be there. It's going to be a fun event. It's during one of the preseason games. We're not going to miss anything crazy, but have fun. Let's Hopefully, we can meet you guys there too. But with that said, let's jump into some more Buccaneer football. Hope you guys like that. I'm really excited to go to the that actual event too mm-hmm. but yeah it should be a lot of fun yeah i'm gonna get adult beverage too or two <laughs> let's jump into it some more defensive line defensive interior defensive tackles i mean we got additions there rookies veterans what do you think is going to go on in there well obviously you know the big additions and big literally is yeah. akeem hicks um right there in the middle next to vita vea and again the the health term comes back to the forefront you know, these guys need to stay healthy via via. You want to see him in great shape and being healthy and obviously be out there more snaps if possible, have these guys on a rotation. I think that's going to be the biggest thing because you look behind them. You still have Nunez Roches, who is a, is a big part of the rotation. Logan Hall, obviously the second round pick is going to be a big part of the defense, especially the pass rush. Uh, Patrick O'Connor still in there. So you have guys that can rotate in and out. Um, and then obviously on the edge, uh, you're looking at Joe Tryon Shoinka and Shaq Barrett. Those guys are going to be, you know, the, the premier pass rushers to get the sacks and hopefully they can do so. Uh, and then you still have, you know, Anthony Nelson, William Golston, guys like that to, to help out, uh, to for, you know, for, um, fortify the front up, you know, to get the pass rush going. Yeah, and I can see the worries in some sense i can see the opportunities as well i mean logan hall is a big x factor as well i mean i know some people were like oh we should have gotten more of a run stuff or he doesn't fit what the hell we do that's the thing he doesn't fit what we do he's more of a penetrating interior lineman and we need that especially if someone's going to have to double him Devin white can fly in in an open gap because he's hitting a gap where vita vea took up two someone has to cover logan hall who just shot a gap there's just too much speed and too many options that can come after the quarterback. And I can also see where people are concerned. Our edge rushers aren't really there, even though Shaq Barrett's one of the most quiet 10-sack type of season guys. Joe Tryon Shoyanka could turn into something special this year. I mean, it looks like he's trained nonstop and he's ready to, to go. Does he make that massive jump? Or who's behind them? Do we have the rotation aspect going? Anthony Nelson, he had five sacks last year. Can he improve on that? Who's behind them? Is Cam Gill going to win it? Do they necessarily care? Is this Andre Anthony guy going to prove something of his athletic ability and stay healthy? Again, that health question mark. But, I mean, defensively, your starters are your starters. I mean, Plus says this all the time. That's what you're paying for. And if they get hurt, yeah, well, shit. Part <laughs> of the game, but still, you yeah. pay them to perform. And that's starting front seven, insane. And – Akeem Hicks is a huge addition to me. I, I just think the interior pass rush he's going to bring next to Vita Vita will be game-changing, let's put it that way. Right, I agree. And, you know, you you always hear me say this, Mark, uh, maybe not on this show, but, you know, in our, text, in our text messages, you know, I'm always saying your star players have to be your star players. And that's why you pay Shaq Barrett. That's why you pay guys like Akeem Hicks, you know, Levante David, Devin White. These guys have to be studs. They have to be stars. Vita Vea just got a new contract. So 
he's got to produce. He's got to be that big man in the middle. He's got to, you know, hold his ground, take on double teams so he can open up lanes for Devin White to get on blitzes. And, you know, they're going to be creative still. That's not going to go away. You're probably going to, you, you hope to see more just, you know, three man, four man rushes and play coverage and, and hope that works, but not uh, all the time it's going to work. So, um, Hey, shout out, uh, Ken. We appreciate it, man. Thank you for the, uh, the super chat. Much appreciated. Uh, glad you're enjoying the show. Yeah. Hopefully we're providing you with good enough Intel and just, I guess, outlook of the whole team in general. And thank you very, very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. But like I was (laughs) saying, but like I was saying, um, you know, these guys have to be, these guys have to be the best. Um, Antoine Winfield jr. Going into his third year. Uh, he's got to produce. Um, and if these guys get hurt, then yeah, it does suck. Other parts of your team have to step up. The offense has to, you know, produce more probably. Um, you know, that's why they call it a team game. Yeah. That's that's why it's complimentary football. I mean, that's yeah. something where we talk about it all the time and people think like, no, Devin White had a terrible season last year. He didn't do anything like he did the year where he almost had 10 sacks your whole secondary went to shit and he had to cover for everyone else. They used his four, three speed to to be everywhere on the field. It's hard for a guy to do that and get sacks and cover the running game and cover underneath routes. And Oh shit. Well, DJ Lanny's starting. I need you to go help him out too. (laughs) A lot. And hopefully with better pass rush comes more opportunities for interceptions or tip balls or opportunities for turnovers. And that's what we need Get the ball in the hands of Tom Brady so he can do his thing. And, yeah, offensively, they need to do their own thing too and not shoot themselves in the foot trying to go deep every damn time and utilize the clock. Start running a little bit more. Complimentary football in that aspect too. The defense gets you the ball, do something with it. And that's all you ask for in any team you look for, right? Mm. It's just let's see that happen. There's a lot of, like I said earlier, veterans and youthful players, but a lot of your starters – are all veterans, especially in the defense. There's no rookie starting. I mean, the youngest guy is Joe Tryon, Tryon Trinka, and he could be making one of the biggest leaps of everyone on that damn team. So, right, absolutely I'm excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a good time to be excited. This is the best time of the year because you know football is right around the corner. Everyone's starting fresh. Um, everyone's starting training camp, and you know now's the preparation. You you get ready you know, for these preseason games. And obviously you get ready for the Cowboys, you know, week one, because that's the mindset. Really. That's the only game that matters right now, because that's the first one you play. Uh, so, you know, this is where all the scheming and, you know, the game plans go into it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, I think the biggest quote of the year so far has been Todd Bowles talking about these guys just doing their jobs, you know, yeah. playing assignment sound football and, not relying on Tom Brady to win us games, go out there and and do your job. You know, if you do this and we play well around Tom Brady, instead of Tom Brady overshadowing our mistakes on everyone else, then the team will be just fine. And I think that's something that, you know, they have to look at and really focus on. And you talk about Devin white trying to do too much. I think if we just let him play linebacker, We'll see how really good he is. And I I think this year will be, it should be a big bounce back year for him. If if they let him play the, you know, what he's supposed to do. I mean, 
like you just mentioned about not I think a lot of it's media always saying, How's Tom Brady? How's Logan Hall? You walk next to Tom Brady. How? Yeah. I think some of it's that. There's yeah. also him just shooting it straight. Like, listen, Tom Brady shouldn't be our savior every damn game. There's also, let's see, there's 22 guys on the field. So there's 21 other guys that can contribute. It just shouldn't be Tom Brady being the guy that does it for you. Yeah. And we can get pick sixes and win a game. And Jameis Winston showed that it could happen. So, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be all on his shoulders. Defense usually wins championships. We showed that against the Kansas City Chiefs when we did win it. This defense needs to step up and show they can. And I think they truly can. I mean, there's a lot of – I'm looking at it right now. There's a lot of opportunities there. I know some people would say the secondary is weak. If your interior line gets there, it's making it easier for your secondary. You don't have to run around looking, oh, three to five seconds later. What the hell? The ball's not out yet. One jump and go. Let's see it. I mean, overall, defensively, I'm I'm kind of sound with it. Secondary with the, the veterans they have, and we'd even mention Keanu Neal, hard hitting, gonna try and replace Jordan Whitehead. That's the biggest thing, I guess. Defensively, Hunter Winfield's your center stone right yeah. there. But is Mike Edwards gonna be good enough to fill Jordan Whitehead's shoes, or is that gonna be a committee thing as well? Keanu Neal well, and Logan Ryan. Well, I, I think, you know, look at it this way, Mark. I, I think Keanu Neal, Logan Ryan, the biggest thing they're going to add is not only experience, but tackling. Oh, tackling yeah. is going to be the biggest thing they add, especially open field tackling. That is something where last year it was it's kind of a mess. And, and that's part because you had so many new guys coming in and out, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with the injuries. But I think with Keanu Neal and Logan Ryan back there, that's just going to make you much better overall tackling and it's going to help a lot where these guys catch you know maybe a you know five yard pass and it only goes for five yards yeah so that's going to be huge because how many times last year did did we see a small dump off and it ends up going for 20 yards because a guy breaks the tackle so you know stuff like that and Todd Bowles talked about that as well it's like those little things we have to minimize um and I think that's the biggest thing where fans they look at our past defense and they're like well we're giving up this many yards etc etc but no one's going over our head you know no one's going down the field deep a lot um you know it's just you remember (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know yeah but i'm just saying like most of the season it was little dump offs where they catch it and then they break attack and get more yards so stuff like that has to be cleaned up and i think those two guys are gonna definitely help that yeah i mean Chris Cole saying here, defense helped a lot in the can't come back against the Rams. It did, but that the last thing everyone ever remembers is the last play of the game. Yeah. And that's Cooper Cup beating you deep, Antoine Winfield beat, getting right there, and then they kicked the field goal to win the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Mark Mark would tell you, I I was remembering that play for a long time. And I couldn't get it out of my head, but I, I, I finally turned the corner and uh yeah, I made I made good with it and uh we move on. Yeah, I mean, that's that's last year's news. Move on. But overall, yeah, you you got guys that are coming in for other replacements. I mean, JPP is not on the team no more. Dominican Sue is not on the team no more. Jordan Whitehead, not on the team. Those are three starters you're having to fill in. But their fill-ins are pretty damn good. And they've been on the team for a while, or they're a really good veteran fill-in. I mean, Dominican Sue, I mean, Akeem Hicks, foreign Dominican Sue, that's a veteran for a veteran. Very big type of player, too. Plays with power. This guy gets after it in the pass rush. The only thing he doesn't have that Sue did have was 
healthy every damn game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stu was just an, an animal. It never got hurt. Maybe he got hurt. He just played with it. Yeah. Nick's just has a tendency to get hurt. Hopefully, let's knock on wood where the hell it is in my room. But <laughs> he's healthy. He's a different animal, and he could bring another part of the pass rush that we just didn't have. I mean, the Vita Vea, and that was it. Oh. It'll Let's be see. fine. He, he's going to get on that TB12, and you know, these, these guys are going to play through injuries again. Alex Guerrero, you know, probably the best trainer in the world. He he figures out a way to, you know, get these guys through it. So, yeah, I don't think that will be an issue. Um, you just hope these guys can stay away from soft tissue, stuff like that, um, you know, and stay on the field uh, consistently, and hopefully just no bad breaks as far as, like, ACLs or any of that nature. Yeah, I mean, the only ACL we had last year was Chris Godwin, and that literally there's no way to prevent that one. Mm-hmm. The second he put weight on it, the guy ran right into his knee. Like, there's no TB12 method that could have prevented that. Yeah. No avocado sauce or tequila <laughs> would have stopped that. So, yeah. That and speak, so speaking of, uh, yeah, speaking of Chris Godwin, he's actually, there's reports that he's on track for week one, which is, which is yeah. great to see. Um, you know, he's, he's just a hard worker, and I want to put it past him to, you know, be ready to go uh, week one. Um, and even if he's not, he'll probably still come back, you know, that early part of the the season stretch. And that will be a great return to get him back on the field, uh, put Russell Gage out there with Mike Evans. That's going to be uh, a lot of fun. And I think a lot of fans are kind of under, under, underrating that trio, if I can say the words right. <laughs> um, I, I think that trio is uh, going to surprise a lot of people. It's just going to be a lot of fun at that dynamic of how they can use them. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just people see Atlanta Falcons like, oh, they're a terrible team. No <laughs> one from them could be that good. Right. Russell, I mean, if you guys haven't seen, go check our, our film study of Russell Gage. That dude can catch the ball, can be used in any damn way possible. Any way we use Antonio Brown, we can use this guy too. Mm-hmm. And he's hungry. He's not a showboater that already thinks he's made it. He wants it. And he just got a contract and he wants to prove that he's earning this contract and he wants to win. This is a guy that's on a, that was on a shit show team. Now he's on a good team. And he's, these are the guys that he looked up to. He's not going to be like, oh, I'm all that. He wants to be these guys. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, he wants to be those guys. So show up. Show up and tell them how good you are too. And I, I can't wait for that. That's competition. Right, absolutely. Competition is going to be, you know, at the highest this season. Obviously, expectations are high, so there's going to be a lot of demand all around. Every room, every position is going to be competing uh, for playing time, and and that's that's what you want out of your organization. You want guys held to the highest standard, uh, and and these guys are going to be uh, ready to go. And I, I think they got a big chip on their shoulder because they. You know, it was it was heartbreaking last last game of the year against the Rams. And, you know, obviously they have that game circled. That's going to be a fun one to go to. Uh, so, yeah, I can't wait for the season like you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, we're probably going to be live again probably next Monday with the, the start of training camp coming up. And we'll discuss more in depth. Uh, and hopefully there will probably be some more stories to talk about. Um, we got some more content dropping uh, later this week, we're going to finish up our position preview. So we have the safeties coming out tomorrow morning. And then our special teams will probably come out sometime later this week, probably Wednesday or Thursday. And then we hope to just continue to provide uh, some different content. Uh, we're really going to work on that. The season content is going to be uh, pretty exciting. A lot more reaction type stuff, reaction videos, 
Uh, we're going to try to do some content at the stadium as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, just a lot of fun. And we always appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, be sure to, you know, leave us comments on what you want to see for the season. Um, if you have any ideas, we'll definitely consider them. And as always subscribe, uh, you know, we're trying to get to 5,000 subscribers and we much appreciate all of you. Uh, any last words, Mark? I think we're going to just send us on out. Oh, one other thing. Yeah. If you want to support the channel even more, jump in to go check us out. When we go to this Gulf Coast Premier Fitness Expo, it's going to be at Tampa Convention Center. We mentioned it earlier. It's 25% off tickets. So it's about uh, $30 a ticket. You get 25% off. Help support the channel. Have fun. I mean, mm-hmm. come meet us. Have an adult beverage with us. Like, I love that adult beverage line. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fun for the kids, fun for you. And we get to watch a whole bunch of animals throw weight around it's fun <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well, yeah, yeah. yeah sounds good uh andrew thank you for the ten dollar super sticker you're always in here helping us support uh so Woo! great job uh everyone in the chat thank you so much uh you guys are awesome you guys make the show go uh so other than that i don't have anything else um, everyone have a great night great week and let's get ready for some football buccaneers yeah, football yeah. at that um So with that said, until the next one. Go Bucks.